0: Welcome to 10-5, the official podcast of the OPP Association. I am Scott Mills.
1: And I'm Josh Jutris. We are the strategic communications coordinators for the OPP Association and your hosts for the 10-5 podcast, the official podcast of the OPP Association.
0: The OPP Association is the sole bargaining agent for the close to 10,000 members of the Ontario Provincial Police in Ontario, Canada. Our members are our focus and our strength, and we aim to provide important information to our members and the public about matters that affect policing in the province of Ontario.
1: And on this episode, we are pleased to be joined by Provincial Constable Eva Ratnakumar of the Highway Safety Division in Mississauga, and we're talking about a day in the life of a rookie in the OPP. Welcome to the Ten Five podcast.
2: Thank you so much for having me on today. It's great to be here.
0: Well, Eva, we are uh, really excited that you agreed to come on uh, our podcast. And it's always nice to hear directly from our uh, members about real life as an OPP officer. And uh, we, know, we know that you are quite involved in the community. And uh, we look forward to our discussion about your professional work as a police officer, as well as your volunteer work. So let's start
1: and let's talk about you. Can you let our listeners know a little bit about you and what you do at the OPP?
2: So policing isn't something that I've wanted to do for all my life. It was almost uh, like a calling for me about 15 years ago. Uh, I was completing my bachelor's degree in criminology at the time, and I was exploring uh, different career options when I had an almost aha moment. Uh, Since that time, I started focusing all my efforts towards getting a job in policing I finished my bachelor's degree and went on to finish a master's degree in criminology. And then I got involved in the community through volunteer work and got a job in private security as well. Um, So while doing that volunteer work, I learned more about the OPP and I was almost immediately drawn to them. Um, Eventually, I'd definitely like to move out of the GTA and having the flexibility to do that was really important to me when choosing a service to work for without having to switch services later on. Also, the The number of opportunities that the OPP offered was was especially appealing to me. It took me a while to sort of take that plunge and put my application into the OPP. I ended up submitting, I think, a 75-page application into our recruitment unit and accepted a job offer almost eight months later with the OPP.
0: 75 pages, Eva?
2: Yeah, 75. That's right, Scott.
0: (laughs) That's a lot of paperwork. I guess they're getting you ready for the real job there.
2: Um, Absolutely,
0: Eva. We understand that you're a, a mother and uh, have a great family in uh, in the area, and we're really uh, interested in how work and life balance works out for you, especially with the shift work. And uh, if you have any tips for others working shift work with young children,
2: so uh, shift work is definitely challenging when you have children. Um, my son is 14 and just started high school this past September, so that has its own set of challenges. I've I've been doing shift work for probably most of his life. So over that time, we've definitely perfected a routine, which really works for us. Um, Over that time, I've leaned on my family for support, especially for childcare over the years, because we all know that can become very costly. Uh, My family have been incredibly supportive of my career choice, which makes a huge difference uh, in terms of managing that work-life balance. Um, I personally know a lot of moms that try to manage it all by themselves. Uh, If you have children and you're struggling with maintaining that healthy work-life balance, I really encourage you to reach out to your family and friends for that extra support. You'd be really surprised at the number of people that are willing to help out when you need it. I uh, read something a while back about work-life balance that really sort of resonated with me. Uh, Basically the author, she compares it to being on a sort of a tight tight tightrope. When you're holding a pole with family with family on one side and your career on the other. Um, so I lean to one side while I'm at work. And when I am take off that uniform, I lean to the other side, which includes uh, things like spending time with my family and my son, uh, spending time with my friends, uh, working out and doing things that I really enjoy. Uh, for me, physical fitness is a huge part of that healthy work-life balance. Uh, during the pandemic, with all of the gyms closed, I took it upon myself to invest in a peloton indoor bike and i absolutely love how i feel after taking that ride
1: so let's focus for a second just on work life what what does a typical shift look like for a highway safety division officer
2: honestly every day is different for us as i mentioned before i work out of the mississauga detachment which is an incredibly busy area We answer calls for service, which range anywhere from minor property damage collisions to major personal injury collisions, traffic complaints about unsafe driving behavior, as well as pedestrians on the highway. Um, Also, we do a lot of proactive traffic enforcement initiatives, which includes ride spot checks, uh, seatbelt and speed enforcement. Uh, One thing that I've been personally passionate about for quite some time is taking impaired drivers off our roads. Due to my interest in that area, I went on to complete the breath tech course and I'm now a qualified breath technician and this definitely keeps me busy at work. Uh, Within the HSD there are so many different things you can explore such as uh, becoming a drug recognition expert or collision reconstructionist or even be a part of the highway enforcement team.
0: You were formerly with the uh, Toronto Police Service and for our listeners for full disclosure ever was a parking enforcement officer in Toronto. Uh, prior to joining the OPP, and I was also a Toronto Police member at the time, and uh, uh, Eva and I met when she was seconded to the Strategy Management Bureau, uh, where she was involved in the modernization process of the Toronto Police Service, and that was a pretty intense process of change. Uh, Eva, you had a chance to see that firsthand, you uh, really interested in kind of career progressions and different things that people can do within organizations based on their prior experience and and their goals and aspirations. And Do you foresee any of those skills being used in your future uh, with the OPP?
2: Yeah, Scott, it was definitely an intense process of change, but also such an incredible learning opportunity for me in terms of really how a policing organization is run from the inside. Um, I was a project lead at the time for several critical initiatives aimed at modernizing the service, where we provided strategic advice and recommendations to the Chief of Police for Toronto. A lot of the skills that I had developed while working in that unit are definitely transferable. I've already started using some of these skills with the OPP while assisting in writing an ops plan for our detachment's festive ride team this year. Um, Over the past couple of years, I've learned so much from my coach officers here at the OPP, my colleagues, as well as my supervisors at my detachment. They have all been so incredibly supportive since day one and contributed to my growth as an officer. I learn something new every single day and I absolutely love that about my job. The opportunities within the OPP appear to be endless and really I plan to explore as much about the organization as I can. I highly recommend the OPP for anyone that is researching which police agency to apply to. The best part is that we're always accepting applications throughout the year and not just certain times of the year.
1: What's been your most rewarding moment to this point as an OPP officer?
2: Uh, Yeah, Josh. So this past August, I had the most incredible opportunity to complete a two-week deployment at uh, Big Trout Lake, which is a First Nations community located about... I think five hours north of Thunder Bay. I worked alongside KI police and other members of the OPP to basically attend calls for service for the time that I was there. And during that deployment, I developed incredible friendships with officers from other detachments, as well as some incredible uh, First Nations officers that worked there. I'm definitely gonna carry some of those great memories uh, from working there throughout my life. Um, Working in the GTA, I realized that I've definitely taken some things for granted, such as having access to a fire and ambulance right away. Working in the north really helped put things into perspective for me and forces you to think outside of the box. While I was there, I was able to engage with the youth in the community and present to them about internet safety and how they can protect themselves online. Working at Big Trout Lake was definitely the most rewarding experience for me as an OPP officer. And I'm really hoping that I'll be able to go up up there again in 2022.
0: Great work, Eva. I'm a big fan of what you do uh, and uh, so glad that you're you're serving our community with the OPP. And I have to mention this, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything, Eva, but congratulations on recently being the top fundraiser on very short notice, I must say, raising... $1,580 for Peel Crime Stoppers. Uh, You joined our president, Rob Stinson, on the OPP team for the first responders hot sauce challenge on October 13th. And uh, I just uh, checked online there before we uh, started talking, and there was a total of $2,660 raised uh, for charity. And we understand that you went all the way to the Carolina reaper with 2000 over 2 million heat units can you tell us a little bit about that event how that happened and how you raised so much money so fast
2: yeah absolutely that event was so much fun and i'd definitely do it again next year if i was asked so i was asked to put together a team uh, a group of opp officers and members uh, for first responders hot wing challenge in support of Peel Crime Stoppers, which by the way is an incredible organization that does some great work in our communities. I was able to get a few people to sign up for our team, and uh, including our very own OPP president uh, Rob Stenson. And there were teams from different agencies, including fire, uh, paramedics, Peel Police. And basically, the challenge was that you eat up to seven wings, which escalated in its sort of level of heat. And to be completely honest, that seventh wing left me in tears. <laughs> um, <laughs> each of the teams that participated uh, collected donations for Peel Crime Stoppers. So basically, what I did is I sent out text message blast to all my friends and family and posted on my social media page, which I apologize for and asking for <laughs> donations to my team for participating in this challenge. And I have to say that the support I received on such short notice was absolutely incredible.
0: It was, it was funny. I uh, I was trying to get out of you if if our president, Rob Stinson got to the Caroline Reaper level of the hotness and I ended up talking to another former OPP association director, Harold Coffin, um, because he wouldn't tell me if he made it or not. And Harold tells me that he might not have made it to the, the Caroline Reaper level. Did you see him make it to that high level?
2: Um, so I'm not sure I want to answer that on here for for his sake.
0: Well, it's a, so it such a great collaborative effort. It was great. Rob came down for it too. You know, the, the o- you OPP people out there, the, you're willing to, to do anything for a good cause. And thanks a lot for doing it. And thanks for everybody that participated. Absolutely. And when, when we checked for the winners, the OPP were the top fundraisers in that event, followed by the Peel Paramedic Services, the Peel Crime Stoppers and the mississauga fire emergency services so congratulations on a great job uh, and uh personally i hope to join you next year i want to see if i can ring that bell at that high level as well maybe we can get josh down there too what do you think josh
1: uh i think i'd make it to the second chicken wing and i would run out the door
0: crying that's that's what <laughs> i think would happen so well we're going to be following your lead uh, eva
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. These types of events are really important to get involved with. And I'm so grateful to have had that opportunity.
1: Uh, Thank you. And we are nearing the end of our time here. And we're very grateful for you joining us. Uh, The last question I want to ask, it's a bit more serious. Uh, You see a lot of negativity out there around policing and law enforcement. And with everything that's out there, is is this a good career choice? Would you do it over again if you had the chance to.
2: Yes, absolutely, in a heartbeat. Policing for me was a calling, a call to serve others. Regardless of all the negativity out there about policing, it's imperative for me to always come into work with a positive attitude and good work ethic. The reality is that I really can't control how others view policing as a whole, but I can control my own actions and my mindset coming into work each and every day, which can lead to a more positive outcome when interacting with members of the public.
1: Well said. Uh, Any final thoughts before we let you go?
2: No, thank you so much again for having me on here today. I've really enjoyed listening to your podcast. And I think it's such a great way to keep our members informed and engaged.
0: Thank you, Ever, for being our guest today. And uh, thank you for your service to our province. It is greatly appreciated uh, each and every day.
2: It's really been a pleasure to serve. And I look forward to a long career policing while helping other people.
1: And that is our episode for this week. New episodes drop Every Friday, and all episodes are available online at our blog at oppaca media. If you like what you hear, please use the subscribe button on your podcasting platform so that you never miss an episode. On behalf of Scott Mills, I'm Josh Jutris, and from everyone here at the OPP Association, thank you for listening and be safe.